Welcome to the Evernorth Podcast, where we bring on the explorers, dreamers, and discoverers to find out what their true north is in life. Hope you're all having a great day and enjoy the show. Today on the show, we have one of the creative minds behind Honest Media and experimentist with new creative channels, Caleb Musser. Welcome <laughs> to the Evernorth Podcast. Hey man, thank you. I'm uh, glad to be here. Yes, thank you so much for coming on. So you initially grew up in Pennsylvania, correct? That is true. I grew up uh, Lancaster, Pennsylvania. I technically grew up in a town called Morgantown, uh, which is a very small town in Pennsylvania, southeastern Pennsylvania, pretty close to Philadelphia. And yeah, that's that's where I'm actually from. Yeah. So what kind of made you want to come to Minneapolis, Minnesota? Dude, yeah, that's a... Whoa, why would I want to move here? That's a good question. Um, that's No, it, that's one I get a lot. So I initially moved here... Um, I, one of my friends who also is from Lancaster, uh, was one of the co-founders of an agency here. And so he initially reached out and offered the opportunity to intern with them. And I was like, I'm going to give it a shot. There's a lot more backstory to it, um, which I'm sure we'll get into. But basically, everything that we're doing um, and that the agency is doing is is very in line with the direction that I want to go with creative work with photography. Um, and so I was like, I'm just gonna go all in. I'm gonna move there. And I and I knew that if I like came out here and worked hard and showed everyone else on the team that I was dedicated and that I was gonna, you know, be committed and be able to to throw down that it would, you know, be become more than an internship. So and that that's exactly that's yeah. exactly what's happened. I, I moved out here in June of twenty eighteen. So coming up on a year ago. Um, interned for a few months, and then I've been working with them full-time since August. So what was it kind of like moving like uh, to Minneapolis? Like what was the entire transition for you? Oh, man, yeah. Was it like super hard? Was it pretty easy to make that transition? It wasn't, it wasn't easy. The biggest thing, I think, was just transitioning into a place where I genuinely didn't have any real community. So everywhere that I've lived prior, um, obviously growing up in Pennsylvania, I had a really solid community, friends in high school, and then even after that, I went and was involved with an organization in California, and it was just a really incredible community. Um, and so I, it was coming to a place where I knew one person, and I had to completely kind of reestablish myself and, and you know, make connections and all that. And I'm, I'm an extremely social, extroverted, outgoing person, like to a, to a fault that I'll, I'll choose social stuff over like <laughs> my own health most yeah. times. Um, and so that was a really difficult transition. Um, but ultimately, I think it was really positive and, and taught me so much more about myself than if I had just come here or come to, gone to a place where I like would have been comfortable and would have known a ton, a ton of people. So that was like the hardest part was just like not knowing anyone. Um, but then it was also one of the cool parts because I've gotten to meet so many people and, and getting here People have been super generous. Um, different people. Steve Weigel is one who has just been super generous with um, introducing me to people, vouching for me, even though he had like at that point hardly knew knew me or, or had any like reason to. Um, and yeah, so when I got here, people were super generous, and, and it was actually it was actually really, in a sense, easy to get connected. Um, so, and now, not even like an actual year later, I feel like I have more of a community than even like. Before. Even before, yeah. So it's been it's been really cool to see how that's happened. So what were kind of some of the things you did when you initially moved here to then like meet new people? Yeah, I mean that's a great question. So 
I definitely had an advantage being that I was working with Honest and, and kind of had my foot in the door there because it's, it it's so well connected. And so I met a lot of people through that. Um, other things specifically, you just kind of uh, be open. And when you have opportunities, just like go kick it, be kind, you know, so be a did, good hang. You how know? did you find your um, job with Honest Media? Yeah, really it was all through the connection that I had to my friend um, Joel, who is one of the one of the partners, one of the co-founders of the of the agency. He invited me out, you know, like I kind of mentioned before, and and I just decided to go all in and just just go for it. Um, so, yeah, it was it was it was through that relationship. It was, I mean, I've been doing photography for years and putting that on online and and you know, orienting myself in that direction of of wanting to do that, and so I think that probably was part of what contributed to him considering me and inviting me. But other than that, it was just, you know, having the right connection. <laughs> so do you mainly do photography then at Honest, or do you do like some other models? So photography has been my primary skill set for, you know, the past five years now probably is how long I've been doing photography. And most of that time, honestly, it's just been a hobby. I, the first like three years at least, I was, I was shooting on my iPhone, editing on my iPhone, then shooting on a camera, but editing still on my iPhone for years. And it was just what I did on the weekends for fun. Like I was the, that guy in my friend group who would get everyone to go hiking so we could take photos take and photos. take portraits of everyone and like, you know, stuff like that. I was always trying to like go on adventures and things. Um, and that was like through high school, it really was just what I enjoyed doing. Um, and so of course I wanted to like turn it into my job. Um, and and so I, I've been able to do that, but I, I've also now expanded um, and do a lot of photography. That's what I'm still the best at. But I also have been doing a lot more with the design work. And then the nature of Honest is still very much that it's a startup. We're still really kind of establishing ourselves. So I wear a bunch of different other hats as the situation uh, requires. So what kind of sparked your interest to get in photography? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, it's kind of hard to trace back. I, I, growing up, my sister had done photography, and I was familiar with it and and different things. Um, but I, I remember a few key kind of like points that pushed me over the edge of like being like, "This is what I want to do and go after." Um, one of those was I I did a trip um, to Thailand, and I just took a whole bunch of photos on my iPhone, or actually it was like an iPod Touch probably. Um, and I remember getting back from that trip and looking through the photos and like. I think I had Snapseed or an editing app like that on my phone, and I was like messing around. I, I like boosted the saturation like crazy, but I was like, "This is so sick! Like, I love this." And then I started doing it a bit more. And then the other kind of key moment um, was I found I was on Instagram and I found this page of I think I, I can never remember his name. I think it was like. Um, yeah, I can't remember his name. I need to look it up. But he was he was a part of this collective called the German Roamers, and they're they're still active. They're incredible. All of them are really incredible, specifically nature photographers. But I came across his page, and it was like all of the colors were consistent, and he was like out in nature, and it was just like it looked amazing. And I had never seen anything curated like that before on Instagram. None of my friends were into photography or anything like that, and so that was like, oh, there's people that are doing this, and it's like, it's a thing. And so those are just some of the things that kind of pushed me over the edge. And then I've just kind of 
falling in love with it. So you've kind of currently or recently done work with uh, One Million Home. Yeah. Would you be able to expand on like what that is? A little bit of kind of backstory. The, one of the big reasons, I kind of alluded to this before, but one of the big reasons that I am, am working with Honest Media, which is the agency that, I, that I'm working for, um, and, and kind of the whole reason that I would move to Minneapolis of all places and, and whatever to pursue this is I specifically want to use creative work, um, photography, design, whatever fits into that. Um, I want to use creative work for change-oriented organizations and, and groups that have like a purpose and a mission, and especially within social justice and within that space of, of um, yeah, of, of doing change-oriented work. Um, and so, because Honest is mainly focused on nonprofits. Yeah, right? that's that's kind of our primary client base is, is organizations, um, nonprofits often, or 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 for profit organizations, but all that have are change focused and, and have a purpose. Um, and so, one of those is an organization called One Million Home, um, and it's been incredible to work with them. I was actually in Kenya with them earlier this year, um, and essentially, in a nutshell, One Million Home um, most of children that are living in orphanages globally uh, are there not actually because they don't have living parents or living family, but because they've run away from home or certain economic issues have, have um, led them to be placed in an orphanage where their, their family thinks that they'll get you know, better care or better education or numerous different reasons. Um, but the reality is that growing up in, in an institution is developmentally harmful and can really have a lot more negative um, impacts on children's lives long term. And most of those kids, 80%, uh, have living family that they could be reunified with. And so there's a group in Kenya called Agape Children's Ministry, and they've developed a model that has been successfully for the past 10 years reunifying children with their families and seeing long-term successful outcomes. Um, and so One Million Home it has partnered with Agape to take that model and help other orphanages and other organizations um, switch and start using that model and start helping kids to be. And, and it's, it's really amazing. It's very holistic. They, they, um, Agape has a lot of um, like therapy and family, um, family sessions. And like it's very... Um, it's, it's very uh, intentional and they do really incredible work. Um, and so, yeah, it's been, uh, Honest is working with One Million Home to help build that campaign. Um, but it's been really eye-opening and, and just really incredible to be a part of that. Um, and that's exactly coming back to like my storyline and, and my life and what I'm doing with photography. That's really, to me, what it's about and what I want to use all of my my work for is, is organizations like that that are that are making change and 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 actually in an innovative way in a new way um, and are yeah actually having an impact. So how does that entire process work? I guess from like honest media kind of focusing on nonprofits. Is it honest media reaching out to the nonprofits to do like media work for, or is it the nonprofits? Yeah, no, that's a good question. Media? It's really a lot of it, as I'm sure as I'm sure you know, is, is business is so much about relationship. And that's especially, we lean into that with Honest, is like really like our relationships from our, our lives up until now and, and going forward and stuff. So a lot of our clients have come out of relationship and not as much out of other 
maybe more typical or more traditional means of like client uh, onboarding or, or uh, like, yeah, reaching clients. A lot of them have come out of relationships. So that's that's where One Million Home is. It's it's um, so our founder. Yeah, our founder Jeremy or, or one of the co-founders, Jeremy, um, has been in connection with some people for you know the past ten years, and it's now turned into this this opportunity for us to work with them. So, so how many, how many yeah. nonprofits have you worked with so far, if being like honest? Um, that's a good question. Um, and, and it's not just nonprofits. Some of them are, are for-profit businesses, but they're all like change-oriented. Um, we've probably um, worked with, I would say, like close to seven to ten. We're actively working Right now, we're actively working with um, about three bigger ones, and then a few small clients. But that's kind of the the zone, and it's been it's been really awesome. From that seven to ten, do you have like a favorite that you really like? I really enjoy working on One Million Home, and that takes up a lot of my time. Yeah, so One Million Home is definitely definitely the group that I've been been working with the most. So yeah. So what has yeah. kind of been your current projects that you've been working on for? Honest media, then. Yeah, so it could be it could be personal and honest media too, because I know you do some personal. Work. Well, totally. No, that's a great question. Um, shifting into just like the creative world and and what I do as a, as a creative. Um, for honest, I've been doing a lot of design work, um, and that's been super great. Um, learning a different medium and, and expanding has been awesome. Expanding outside of out of photography, but more recently, the things that I've been really excited about. More personal project-wise, I've been doing just uh, a lot of uh, photography for live shows, um, concerts, and things like that, and experimenting with different different ways of shooting live shows. Um, specifically, I've been doing some stuff with like super slow shutter speed, so it uh, creates a, an interesting like motion blur effect. And that was super interesting. I remember seeing that on your Instagram feed. Yeah, those have just been something that that I I have been messing around with and and that's been been super fun and inspiring and just kind of like it's very it's very experimental and hit or miss like when I'm actually shooting stuff like that half of them are just like completely unusable and blurry but then you keep doing it and you like kind of figure out how to like get it that the person is still sort of in focus but then there's this interesting color like swirl of motion so yeah those have been fun to mess around with and um I don't know I've uh I've been doing a little bit of uh design work Potentially with uh, a brand uh, that is as familiar to the podcast, <laughs> we'll have to we'll have to see how that goes. Um, but yeah, I, I think honestly too, I'm just really stoked about um, about the warmer weather here <laughs> in Minnesota, and it it's been interesting actually how much it's affected my desire to get out and shoot and like be creative. I feel like I'm way more I have way more ideas and I'm way more motivated now that like. It doesn't hurt to be outside. Yeah, that's very true. <laughs> so, being a creative, what is kind of your thoughts on getting into like a creative funk? Like, yeah. do you believe that's truthful, or do you believe that's kind of totally? I've been in so many. <laughs> that's a good question. Um, it's the worst. It's really unfortunate, especially when you're when you're doing it as your job. <laughs> it mm-hmm. can be very inconvenient. Um, uh, in terms of like what I think about it, I think it's the worst. I hate being in creative funk, but getting out of it, um, I don't really have an answer. I, I'm so if if you know, let me know. I'm figuring it out. Sorry, I don't. Have no, um, I think that it's important. I think that what I found is when I'm usually when I'm in that place where I'm like kind of in a creative funk and I don't have much idea, many ideas or like 
much inspiration to do things. Usually if I still like force myself, specifically with photography, if I still force myself to like start shooting, I'll get excited about it and I'll be like, I'll, I'll enjoy it and I'll make some cool stuff. But it's like getting started. So, so you almost think that once you feel that you're getting into that funk that you just keep on like pushing yourself almost? Yeah, if you just like push through it and just like keep shooting and keep going, you'll, you'll yeah, you'll kick it. Mm -hmm. um, that's what I found. It, whenever I'm in a, sp a space like that, if I just force myself to pick up, turn my camera on and like start, I'll, I'll get right back into that. It, like stoked, inspired headspace and it'll be great. Yeah. Is there anything you're currently like struggling with? Like right now? Mm, in a creative sense? <laughs> oh, it could be, be everything just in general. No, I, I'm, I mean, I, I, things are pretty good right now, but that's a good question. Definitely, definitely struggle with things a lot. <laughs> yeah. Is there any avenue that you're like currently pursuing that maybe you've never really like entered before? Yeah, definitely design. I, I just started doing design work in like the very end of last year. So the very end of 2018, I think probably like um, October or November, I can't remember exactly. Yeah, that's been a whole new journey. And I've been like super fortunate um, working so closely with some incredible designers like Tissel and um, Jeremy and just some of the other guys that I work with. I'm able to, you know, just ask questions directly to them rather than spending 15 minutes Googling things. And so I feel like I've been able to like learn and, and kind of move forward in that area more quickly, but that's still completely new and something that I'm really enjoying getting my feet wet with and, and exploring. Um, and I think something that I've learned through that process is for the longest time, I didn't want to, I didn't think that I would be able to do design because I was, I was like, yeah, I, I'm not very good at drawing. And so I was like, you can't, can't do graphic design if you can't draw. Um, and what I've realized is just like, that's so crazy. Don't write yourself off, you know? That's, I think that's the biggest thing is just not to write yourself off. And even if like, I'm sure there are people who can pick design up even faster because they have more of a, you know, illustrative illustration background and, or something like that. But I, I've... Once I once I like got rid of that mindset and, and decided to just give it a shot anyway, and and stop writing myself off, I've learned so much and I've you know I've been having so much fun and genuinely like been getting so much better and been doing you know now I'm one of the one of the primary designers for Honest and it's client facing work and it's great you know and it works so yeah that's been one of the biggest things is just don't write yourself off because. Just give it a shot at least. Yeah. Give it one. Do you kind of find it's important for creatives to be changing up their avenues? Like, because you're in photography and now you're kind of switching up to graphic design. Yeah. Or would you almost say that, like, focusing on one specific avenue would be best? That's a, that's a good question. And that's something that I'm still trying to figure out and kind of conflicted about in a certain sense. Because I would say that there's a lot of merit in, in just focusing on one thing and just getting really good at it, being the best at it, you know, all that kind of line of thought. I think that there is value there. Um, but I think that there is also, you know, some value to the, the, one of my favorite celebrities and a great example of this is like Donald Glover. You know, he's, I, I found his comedy first. I found his stand-up special first. And then I found like the music and mm -hmm. his other acting stuff. And just like, but he's someone who's like, he does multiple. He does so things. many different things, and he's good and successful and talented. 
at all of those things. And so I don't think that you have to pigeonhole yourself. Um, but I don't know. I don't know what's more strategic. I haven't figured that out yet. Mm-hmm. At this point, I'm really enjoying exploring multiple disciplines. And I think that I think that you should at least... I think that it should never be... Uh, yeah, Something just don't you corner yourself. Focus on, but like keep, keep yourself open to new opportunities. Yeah, 100%. I, I, I think that the pitfall would be to just be take a very shallow dive at like five things. So like intermediate photographer, intermediate designer, intermediate, you know, whatever. You're like this very shallow and never have any depth. But for me, I'm like, I've been devoting all of my time to photography for the past five years, which granted I could give it so much more time and I have so much improvement to, to you know step into. But I've already taken a lot of time and devoted it. And so I'm just kind of shifting gears a little bit, still doing a lot of photo work, but also starting to, to go deeper in some other avenues. And so I think as long as you don't stay shallow in everything and you have some that go deeper, it can really work to do multiple different disciplines. So, but uh, still figuring it out. I'll let you know in a couple of years. <laughs> what would you say is your true north in life? Hmm. Genuinely, I would say it's, it's my faith. Um, really like pursuing a lifestyle of like Jesus and um, following the model and the example that he set for loving people and for navigating the world with integrity and with just in the way that I talk about people and in the way that I you know, treat the people around me, whether it's my friends or my family or people on the street or all those things. I would say that's like the most sort of guiding and uh, directs the direction that I go in my life the most um, fully. And then to finish off the podcast, I asked three questions. And the first one is, if you could go camping for a week with three people, alive <laughs> or dead, who would those three people be and why? Oh, man. Okay, that's a great question because it, it kind of gets into that topic of, like, the people that I, that I look to um, creatively, I feel, because I feel like those are the types of people I would choose. So if I could choose three people uh, to go camping with, uh, I'm going to choose people that are other photographers who I uh, have looked to for inspiration over the past several years. And so I would say Joe Greer. Uh, he's an incredible photographer from New York City, or he lives in New York City right now, and does street work and commercial work and just a whole range of, of different styles of photography. And I've looked to him for inspiration for quite a while. And then Jeremy Snell, who is probably one of the most incredible portrait photographers currently working. Uh, I don't know what claims to make, but he's amazing. And then, uh, like, Chris Burkhard seems like a good, he seems like a fun guy to hang with. So all three photographers then? Yeah, I'd, I'd go camping with a bunch of photographers, you know. Ooh, It'd be a fun time. Be a little, be a little tough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want to pick their brains. They all do a lot of landscape stuff, so might be able to teach me a thing or two. And then if you could explore one place in the entire world, where would you go and why would you go there? Mm. I think that I'd love to, there's, there's so many answers, you know, I want to go everywhere. Uh, but New Zealand has been high on my list for a while. I'd love to go to New Zealand um, or like the Faroe Islands. It's just see, my, my, if, you know, if photography doesn't work out, my plan is to just move to the Faroe Islands and become a sheep herd and just uh, just live a simple life there. Herd the sheep. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just uh, tend, you know, just be a farmer. Okay. So yeah, I'd love to go to the Faroe Islands sometime soon. And then if you were to leave your last message, piece of advice right now, what would it be? Mm, that's so much pressure, man. 
<laughs> I've got to give it some thought. Okay, so the context here is I'm 20, so I, I have a lot to learn yet in the context of life. But right now, I would just say, like, no worries. Keep going after it. Like, don't let fear control the way that you live your life and the choices that you're making. And when there's opportunities ahead of you, just go for them because you never know where they're going to take you. Um, I think another thing, sorry, I, I've, got, I've got a couple, but I think another thing as it relates to um, like your career, especially within like creative work, I feel like this is applicable, but I'm really of the mindset of like, I, I don't really take on other work that isn't, you know, in the direction that I want to be going. So like I have a very clear vision for the type of work that I want to do. And, so, and I'm just going to kind of stay focused on that. And even though it, financially it might be a better decision to, for me to go, you know, take on like 10 weddings this summer, I'm, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to stay focused on the type of work that I want to do. And I'm, I'm just going to go after that. And then, you know, after a while it will, it will grow and turn into what is completely viable and it'll, you know, take me to the next level. So I think, yeah, find the direction that you want to go and really just stay focused on it and, and don't compromise, don't go in different directions. And then Caleb, how can people find you on like social media? I know you do some events with Honest, so people can definitely find you there. Yeah, if you're in Minneapolis, um, you should come to one of our events at Honest. They're always a good time. Um, but for me personally, my Instagram is my name, Caleb Musser, and it's spelled with a K, so that's kind of, that's kind of weird. Um, it's kind of unique. Uh, but yeah, Instagram. Perfect. Well, Caleb, thank you so much for coming on our North Podcast. Yeah, man. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the show. If you enjoyed it, please feel free to leave a review on iTunes, share it with friends and family, and you can find us at ever underscore north on Instagram and Twitter and evernorthco on Facebook.